Good morning. It is Thursday and it's nearly half past nine. <sighs> and I have some really good news and I'm super proud. So, I'm on this dating app called Bumble and um, I think it was like two, three weeks ago. I started talking to this guy and it, it's been working out well and we both give each other our telephone numbers at the same time so we started whatsapping after voice messaging on um, Bumble and we spent a week or so I would say quite heavily messaging each other and voice messaging each other on WhatsApp as well. And we met at one of my favourite coffee places in Hull. And um, I sat in the front. I normally sit in one of the other rooms that they've got in this. In my, it's a, it's a, I would say that um, the person who owns this place is, is a friend of sorts. Um, and I sat because I wanted to see him coming in. And I wanted him to be able to see me because he, d he doesn't know uh, that coffee shop. So, um, and also there's other people around, so it can be like really nerve wracking if they could tell that. Oh, oh, I'm not tired. I'm comforted. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm sat. And I'm sat in the sunshine in this winter and it was a lovely spot. And this there's this really big table in the middle. And um this lad kinda like came in, who wasn't my date, and just like nodded at me and was like, you know, like saying hello and he sat down and was doing his thing. Um anyway, and this guy turns up who is obviously my date and like he walks in and he stops to look at me like almost in shock and it's like hey how are you doing and he, and he was like you look beautiful um and I was like oh my god like he's already letting me know that he likes me right so that's very positive um and I was like that is such a lovely thing to say thank you um anyway and we get drinks and we're sat and like I look at him and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like, I could kiss you right now. You know, that lovely feeling that you get, it's so beautiful. Anyway, um, so we share a couple of coffees. Uh, I pour water for his birth and it's lovely and we come out of there and I said, you know, have you eaten? Is there anything else that you'd like to do? And he's like, let's go grab some food together. And instantly that's a really good sign because if someone doesn't like you, they're not going to suggest spending more time with you. So I said, oh, we can walk on the marine, which is really nice. And there's lots of really nice different food places that we can go. And... um. So we walk over and the conversation is healthy, it's open. 
he's making me smile, he's making me laugh. Um, and I feel very comforted by him and being around him, which for me is huge. And um, we're going to the Ethan Harry's and it's like this really cute place and it faces the water. And downstairs is like these benches and there's these windows that open like... So it's like a, a stool, you're sitting on stools and these, it's like a raised, obviously, uh, top. But instantly, like, the window is right there and it's, like, to the ceiling. So I ask for those to be opened and the sun comes in and we're sat. And we're sat, instead of sat facing forward, we're sat facing each other on the stools. And we've actively moved the stools to face each other. And we're talking and he's looking right at me. We ordered cheese toasties because it's that kind of place. But like not just a crappy cheese toasty. It's like sourdough and butter and it's great and it's the cheese is oozing out. Um, and we're sat and he's like, let's go for a walk. Because uh, he wanted to go see the deep. So we had a really good walk and um, <sighs> it was... It just felt like a real, it felt like a lovely couple thing that I've really longed for, but I don't just want to do that with anyone, right? I'm not, I'm not willing to invest that or give my time to someone who, um, sorry, I'm getting a message from my best friend at the same time, uh, who isn't, you know, because for me now, right, I'm like, okay, my time is important and I can't just give that to anyone because I love spending time on my own, right? So I could just be spending it on my own. So what? So anyway, um, and he was very open and he like let me know that he was attracted to me sexually and physically and, uh, and he also let me know that he'd like a second date, which for me... He was very gentle, very calm, very open. And he has like this very gorgeous, like made my heart race voice, like turn like a very deep. And every time he said my name, I could feel my heart flutter and just miss a beat. I was like, oh, I'm a little bit mesmerized by that. So I let him know as well. Um, and when he said my name and looked me in my eyes, I was like, oh my God, this is magnetic. So um, it was like, what should we do for a second date? And I need a rug for my living room. <laughs> it's meant to be a two bedroom flat, but I've turned the second bedroom into a second living room. Um, I have a whole floor of a house, like a massive old house. Jesus Christ, it's ginormous. Um, so I can see both sides of that, like the avenue and a, a massive, anyway, I'm not giving away too much. I'm aware that um, the person who stalks me listens to this, so any information is good information to them. Anyway, let them listen. This is a good podcast. Uh, it'll make them crumble like fuck. Anyway, less about that absolute fucking rat monster. Uh, anyway, 
disgusting person. So, yeah, I need a rug, right? And uh, he's like, I love Ikea. And I'm like, I love Ikea. We'd had this conversation. I pretty much think most people love Ikea. But we came to the conclusion that the second date should be in Ikea. And while some people are like, that shit, it's a lucky date. Mm. You're single then, not dating. So here we are. Um, so I'm like, okay, okay. And he's... <coughs> <coughs> He's got a doggy, and she's beautiful. So, <clears throat> he was like, let's go to Ikea in Sheffield <clears throat> together. And I'm a big yes. So I'm like, I'll get the train. And he was like, I can pick you up at Meadow Hall. And I was like, actually, there's a lot of things I want to do <clears throat> in Sheffield. I can meet you at the Ikea. Or Ikea, as they call it. And um, was and I was like, let's spend £5 each on each other and get each other something or things that equate to £5. Halfway round, go to the cafe, <laughs> get something together. Um, and he was like, I can take you home afterwards. I was like, you are the sweetest person. So I obviously need to be self-aware, right? And um, I met with my friend Anne yesterday over coffee and we spoke about things, um, not the date that I'm going on and the date that I had been on when the biggest part of the conversation, because we've not seen each other for a while. Um, so, but I was like, you know, talking through everything and explaining how... <clears throat> Therapy, I've spoken about in therapy this week. And this guy knows that I'm in therapy. He knows that I'm not working. He knows that he knows about some other stuff that's gone on. And um, what was really healthy and happy and open was that there was some things that he'd said, but unwittingly, unknowingly, that probably not with people who hadn't gone through what I've gone through with all the sexual abuse and the sexual exploitation, um, the sexual abuse from that particular person wouldn't probably be an issue. Um, and I kind of said this week, and I was quite nervous about saying it in case this guy was just like, okay, I'm going to cancel. And and what he did was the complete opposite, like major green flags. He was like, I'm so sorry. You don't need to explain. Everything's okay. And I will never talk like that again. I am so sorry. And I let him know that, you know, that I know that he wouldn't have known anything and that it doesn't change how I feel about him and I'm still very much looking forward to seeing him. But that's not something I can talk about. Um, even maybe even after being um, intimate, because we obviously haven't been because it was a first date. Um, um, well, I'm not judging anyone, actually. What works for one doesn't work for another and that's how it is. Um... And I'm like, you know, maybe if we are intimate, 
I could be able to talk about those things, but I can't right now. And, um, you know, and maybe until we're a couple or something's more serious, then I can. <coughs> but till that point, this is where it is. And he was, he was just, he, he was very sweet about it and very gentle. And in fact, he didn't encroach when I said about therapy. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't not talk about it, but he didn't talk about it, if you get what I mean. He didn't um, intrude on that. In fact, he let me explain some of the things that I talk about and didn't question it, which was another green flag for me. Um, just let me talk and let me explain. I love that he let me, he didn't want to leave because he dropped me home. He didn't want to leave. I love that. And a couple of times I was like, okay, I should probably get on with stuff. I didn't want him to go, um, at all. <laughs> but what was lovely was that we kissed and it did get heated very quickly. Um, because we both, like when he said that he was, he's like, oh, we're both sexually attracted to each other. I was like, oh, it's bold of you to assume that I'm attracted to you. And then I actually turned around and said, actually, right, I am sexually attracted to you, but I'm actually attracted to, to you as well. You know, I'm, there's a difference. Um, don't confuse both of them. Not, I didn't say that, I'm saying that here. Um... And we kissed and it was just, you know, when someone's being gentle because it's the start and now you're just like, oh my God, yes, this has a lot of potential. And he, he thought the same thing. And um, I kind of pulled away, but not in a bad way, but in a way to go, that's, we need to keep this here at this level. Um, and he's like, oh, he thanked me, he said, I need to thank you for doing that. Um, that was the hardest thing I've ever had to do is to walk away from that and um, not pursue that because I want to see you again. <sighs> My little heart was so happy. I cannot tell you. And, of course, he's at work and he's quite busy. We had the whole conversation about why I'm not working. He understands um, my limitations. And um, they weren't an issue. The letters talk about it, that whole movement, um, the body positivity page, everything is not an issue for him. My creative side, how I live my life and how I express myself. He loved. He likes. He openly told me that that me having all my hobbies and doing all the things that I do, he wants in a person he's attracted to. He likes that I'm creative. He likes that I'm expressive. He likes that I'm emotionally open and available and emotionally intelligent. And he also likes that there can be conversation that's open and 
he might have a difference of opinion, but I'm willing to listen to that, happy to listen to that. I want to invest in his thoughts and feelings. So, there is no negative. I have nothing bad to say about this person. There are no feelings that make me feel anxious. There was the one thing, and I've spoken about it, and he was very polite. Which makes the fight or flight thing that arose through several beatings and physical sexual abuse and all the rest of it in my last relationship non-existent. So we're going on a date this Saturday. He messages me every morning. He messages me during the day. He messages me when he gets home and he messages me when he's going to sleep. <coughs> and what was good about that first date was he's like, I'll message you when, I'll, when I'm setting off. So he messaged me when he was setting off. I'll message you when I get to the car park. He got to the car park. I'll message you when I'm leaving the car park to come meet you. And he did that. I didn't have to ask for him to do that. Even suggest it. Do you see how he is, quote unquote, watering my garden already how he is attentive how this is not a hassle for him he wants to do that because he wants to make me feel secure and happy and thought about mindfully i rest my case And here you are, thinking it would never happen to me. Bye.